you took my hat. See, <laughs> I can be funny too. My joke is, I took your hat. Yes. Hello, Mrs. Buffet. I know where your dog is. We return yeah. to you in 24 hours. 24 hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where are we on the 100 bucks? Welcome to Pivot. Pivot. A friend's podcast with Whitney and Brianna. Pivot, Whitney. <laughs> Pivot. Alrighty, Roo. We are back for Pivot. Season two, episode 21, the one with the bullies. I love this episode. It's such a good, good episode. It is. It's funny. It, it's like not too much going on in this episode as far as like previous storylines or even um, like just character relations. It's just, it's really funny. Yeah, just lots of great jokes, lots of great facials. Lots of good delivery of lines. Mm -hmm. So let's get into our trivia questions for this episode. Uh, Question number one. What is on Chandler's hat? What is that thing? Question number two. What beast does Phoebe encounter at her father's house? (laughs) What is guarding the threshold? Uh, Um, And question number three, Monica loses money in the stock market and asks Rachel for how much money? She needs more cash. She's going to (laughs) Rachel. But she needs it. Yeah. Wouldn't be my first person to go to, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she uh, probably doesn't have that much, Monica. Despair, mm-hmm. just because. So, cold open. Everybody's at Monica's. Tell us, Whitney, what's going on here? They're all watching TV, but what are they watching? They're, they're watching uh, the business channel. Um, it's like the, they're watching basically the stock market. They're talking about the stock market and they have like the little ticker that goes on the bottom and saying like, what's going, like what stocks are going up or down or, you know, what, what today's changes. Um, so anyways, that's what we're watching. And Joey inquires, like, why are we watching the business channel? Like, why is this on the TV? And Monica tells them that I think the the previous night she was flipping through the channel and as she passed by as she was you know coming upon the business channel she saw the stocks or the stock with the initials MEG which are her initials mm-hmm. do we ever know what the E or Monica something Geller not if it's E because Phoebe, when she signs for the racing bed in the future, Alula. she just yeah. makes up a middle name. Like, it's very obvious. She just made right. up the name. So I don't think we do know, but I'm going to guess Elizabeth. Ah, I was going to say great minds. I was thinking Elizabeth, too. Yep. It's a popular <laughs> name. It's a good name. Starts with E. Yep. It's a solid so, name. Monica Elizabeth Keller. Yeah, I can see that. So anyways, she sees the stock that has the initials MEG and 
she said ever since then she's been watching it she goes i have to watch for a, for a while but every couple hours or so i see it come by again and it's exciting <laughs> yes she's a, she thinks that um a piece of her is on the television so she's watching for meg he clearly is bored with not having a job right now <laughs> yes that's correct she doesn't have a job and um still nothing Mm -hmm. Ross tells her, hey, uh, dad knows someone that you can call for an interview. Mm -hmm. And it's real quick. I think that line is easy to miss. I don't think I ever noticed it until I was watching it today for like the second time. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, Ross actually says this is where she gets the interview. Yes. Um, for the for the other job later. But he doesn't yep. say what it is. They don't really talk much about it. He just mentions it later. Yeah. <laughs> You know, obviously you get the thing, feel that, you know, it's in her field, but you don't, you don't know exactly what the job is. Right. And uh, the next day, I believe Monica's talking about how, oh my goodness, MEG went up and she tells people if I would have invent, and I can't even talk. I just now started sipping on my, uh, what I have. One of those pouch, pouch strawberry daiquiris, like you stick it in the yes. freezer and you can take it out and it gets like That's slushy. That's what you're drinking? Yeah, I bet I stuck it in my Brianna cup. Oh, that's a pretty cup. I know it's gorgeous. Um, it was a gift last year from everybody at work for oh. better speech and hearing one just this month. I was wondering if you got that uh, from Melissa, but no. Oh, no, this was a gift from all of my coworkers in That's Texas. Pretty. So, yeah. I love um, the color. Yeah, Melissa, they don't know her in Oklahoma. So, <laughs> but yeah, same kind of same kind of stuff. So, yes, but I can't talk now. Um, what was I saying? Job, MEG. Oh, she's like, if I would have invested in myself, I would uh -huh. have made money. So she decides she's going to go for it. She's going to invest in herself, MEG. Yes. We never find out what the heck MEG is or what company it is, <laughs> what type of stock. No. But she says, they're like, Monica, you don't even know the first thing about the stock market. <laughs> She's like, what's there to know? Oh. What did she Hi, say? Hi, Hi, love, Hi, bears, so bulls. Bears, bulls. <laughs> yeah. Hi. <laughs> Like buy, sell, highs, lows, bears, bulls. Yep. And then she's calling information. Mm hmm And four one one. Yes. And then you can hear like this obviously her into the conversation. And she's like, Yes, can you connect me or New York? Connect me to the stock exchange. No, she office. didn't even say exchange. Or no exchange. exchange. Like the stock something office. But yeah. Stock oh, selling store. Oh, that's what store. Stock <laughs> selling store. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. So obviously oh, she doesn't know much, but she's gonna go for it. So as the episode goes on, she's with MEG, right? Mm -hmm. But then later she ditches MEG. Uh, Joey and it was good for a while, but I dumped her. Yeah, I dumped her. <laughs> Rachel wakes up to like yelling and she walks out 
early in the morning and Monica's hanging up the phone because she was with the uh, stock selling store again (laughs) and was like, she was saying something like, buy it now or sell it now. And she ends it with time is money, my friend. So Rachel's Rachel's like, time is money, my friend. Joey was there eating their food for breakfast. (laughs) And he's all, yeah, he's all, yeah, uh, you missed takes money to make money and don't make me come down there and kick your Wall Street butt. (laughs) Yeah, I like that one. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, so that's what they were asking about, you know, how how her ventures into stocks were doing. Um, She said that she dumped MEG and she like now had, like she bought ZXY, uh, a few shares of ZXY and uh, CHP. That's what it was, CHP. And it took me a minute to, like, gosh, I think when obviously when I was younger, I didn't get this one. Um, but it took me a little bit to figure out why it was CHP in that joke. But yeah. uh, <laughs> Joey kind of starts laughing. He's like, hmm. Why did you buy those, Monica? Yeah, <laughs> to like, kind of like those? fill in Rachel. Like, listen to yeah. this. He gives her a look. Yeah. Like, listen to this. I know it's like oh, you got to hear this. But so then she explains CHP because uh, I loved Eric Estrada. Yeah, and ZXY because it sounds sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, the CHP, that took me a minute. And I was like, oh, Eric Estrada, duh, he was in chips. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's where that came in. That's an Sorry, older television know. show. I never yeah. watched it. I remember the I beginning. It's the two guys riding on a motorcycle dressed as cops. And it says mm-hmm. chips. And I always thought that's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, I was super young, so I'm sure I would not have found the show entertaining being a tiny kid. Right. <laughs> it's obviously a not a cartoon. Yeah. So no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. not interested. <laughs> but yeah, I knew it existed. Never saw it. Didn't have a clue what it was about, really. But that's why they made the joke. CHP. Mm-hmm. Chips. And Eric Estrada. Yeah. Eric Estrada was one of the stars. Yeah. So. There you go. <laughs> ah, that was from my big fat Greek wedding. My best impression. There you go. And so, yeah, guess what? Rachel shows up from work one day. Somehow Monica just opens the door. I don't know why Rachel's knocking or maybe she didn't. Maybe Monica was just waiting. But she opens the door and Rachel's standing there and Monica's all, hi, welcome home. I need, and she says a dollar amount. This is actually our trivia question. Mm-hmm. How much money does Monica ask for? A hundred dollars. Yep. She asked and, for a hundred dollars mm-hmm. and she needs it now. Yes. She fills in Rachel. She's because Rachel's like, you know, what happened to, you know, your other money? And Monica's all, I lost it. She is desperate. She's raising her voice. And Rachel's all, you oh, sold oh, Rachel. No. Yeah, and then she's like, I've come to terms with it. You should too. Yep. And she's all saying stuff like, 
oh, Monica. And she goes to say something. And Monica's all like, yeah, 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 yeah. Where are we on the hundred bucks? Mm. Rachel doesn't have it. Like I said, I she probably wouldn't be the first one I went to for money. But who knows? Maybe she wasn't the first one she went to. <laughs> Maybe. And Rachel, Maybe it was a last desperate attempt. What's funny is Rachel, you know, tells her that she doesn't have a hundred dollars to give her. And right away, she barely finishes what she's saying. And Monica's all, but I need it. <laughs> like she is desperate. And then the reason why she's desperate, though, she, she hugs. Want- she hugs Rachel at the waist and slowly slides down her body. Yes. And she's talking about the job that she interview interviewed for, the one that her dad knew somebody that was going to interview with Monica. And before you before you tell us, there mm-hmm. was a scene earlier where she comes home and people are like, "How did the interview go?" Yes. And, she, and she told them like, you know, it's fine, but it's not her first choice. Tell us why it's not her right. first choice, Whitney. It's a, a diner when she's clearly used to working in like a little bit more upscale restaurant. It's like a little diner and there's like, I think costumes and she um, has to dance. And she's got to dance. And then she, she's, uh, oh, it's, there's, uh, it's a fifties themed diner so there's um things on the menu called like laverne and curly fries yep kind of a play on laverne and shirley um so anyway she this is just not her first choice but she's going to have to take this if she doesn't get money soon because as we learned earlier what she invested in the stock market was basically all that she had and it was $127 that was in her banking account so and that's she says, what she invested and she says she only has like a small dollar amount left uh, yeah so she either had like $27 left or like $121 left something like that so she needed that job yeah she had yeah, she it was that. yeah, she said she actually said $127. I have $127. Oh, okay. Yep. And so anyways, there's $127 in her banking account, and she had to take that job if the stock market didn't pay off. Yeah, so she tried, just couldn't just couldn't do it long term <laughs> as a full-time job. Yeah, she lost it. She lost it all. She lost it all. She took a risk. Didn't work out. Now she's got to take the job at the diner. And it's actually how the episode ends. The very, very last scene is everybody shows up and sits down at a booth at Monica's diner. And she's very surprised to see them all. Mm-hmm. And apparently whenever they play a song, because every table has their own private little jukebox. Mm-hmm. And whenever they play a song, they don't state it if it's like any song or a specific song, but they put on the YMCA, which requires all the employees who are decked out in different costumes. Somebody's dressed like, you know, Sandy or somebody from Greece. Somebody's dressed like um, uh, Lucy, Lucille Ball. Um, you see stuff like that. Tell us how Monica's dressed. Monica's dressed 
she has, oh, that was the thing also when she was um, hugging Rachel's waist, she says, I don't want to have to go to work in flame retardant boobs. Yeah. And Rachel's like, nobody does, honey. So anyways, <laughs> she is wearing like this big, like, you know, like long poodle skirt, um, tight little sweater, fake boobs, like mm-hmm. out to here. You can't see my hands, but they're pretty far away from my <laughs> chest. Um, a big blonde wig, uh, the little cat eye glasses. Uh-huh. And yeah, so that's, that's how, what her costume is. She's very like stereotypical fifties. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Stereotypical fifties, what you would normally see in like a fifties movie. If you saw like a, a blonde woman and it'd be decked out basically like that. So that's there what you go. And she gets up on the on the countertop with all like the rest of her employees and does YMCA. Yep. Not very enthusiastically, might I add. <laughs> right. We can tell she's not excited or happy. And then Chandler just dumps all these coins on the table, indicating hey, this is going to go on for a while. He's got yes. plenty of money. We're going to enjoy this. Yep. So. Dun, dun, dun. That was Monica <laughs> and her journey through the stock market. Yeah, which did not pay off. No. But it landed her this lovely job at the diner. Yes, and we will see good things come from the diner. Yes. We'll see it more in the next episode. So, so now, Whitney, we are going to talk about. Ross, bullies, Chandler, and the bullies. The bullies. Do you want to start out and tell us about how this happens? The guys Uh, are, or do you want me to? Oh, I I need a refill. Actually, okay, I'll go ahead. Okay. Um, Chandler and Ross, they are at the coffee shop. They walk in. They've got like tennis rackets and um, or racket rackets I guess for racquetball and they walk in Chandler's all like hey do you want to just hang out here instead of playing racquetball so when you're watching you would have thought oh they just finished a game or they just finished playing nah they're just getting started stopped by the coffee house and they're like oh let's just stay here so they mistakenly sit on the couch these well, are early I episodes thought, I thought was funny about that is like when they first come in he says, I, like Chandler actually goes like, oh, I'm beat. So he actually makes the comment that he's tired and it makes it sound even more like, oh, they just got done playing. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. I have my mouth Slushing full of frozen. slushy. <laughs> slushy strawberry daiquiri. Yes. So. And, and so they plop down on the couch. This is early in Friends history. So there's no little sign that says reserved. Reserved. Yep. It is up for grabs. And they sit down. They're not there for very long. Uh, Ross has gone to order coffee, I think. And Chandler sat down. And then these two, one guy comes over and he's like, hey, we were sitting there. 
And I think Ross is there now. Uh, like he shows up real quickly and then and they were like, oh, we're sorry. We didn't know. And they start to get up. And this man's friend steps up and goes, hey, those are our seats. <laughs> so because he just his friend just said that, like, OK, we heard it the first time and he's all yeah. late saying it. Like he's repeating it all after the fact. So Chandler being Chandler makes a joke. And so he's like, okay, there's one more way to say it. Who knows it? <laughs> Who knows it? Right? <laughs> yes. Well, they, they don't, they don't appreciate Chandler's joke. No, they do not. They do not. And they, yeah, you know, one of them's like, what's with this guy? And then the other is like, yeah, what's with this guy? Or, <laughs> so Ross is like, oh, man, he's like, nothing, nothing, nothing is with him. Like, enjoy your coffee. And they're going to just walk off, right? Yeah, they turned they turned their backs to the guys and they were going to walk out the door. Well, one of the guys, as they turned their backs, like just because Chandler's hat was on backwards. So whenever he turns, and like to go towards the door, his back was to the guy and the guy just kind of takes, takes it by the, was it the bill that's on the back of his head? And it's like, takes it off and then puts it on. Yep. And Taylor's like, you, you took my hat. Yes. They're shocked, shocked, shocked <laughs> that this happened. They turn around. Chandler's all, what just happened? Mm -hmm. And he's all, this is just so funny. This whole thing, these guys, Chandler, it, it's all so funny to me. And <laughs> the guy responds and he's he's all. I took your hat. See, I can be funny, too. My joke is I took your hat. <laughs> and he's all calm, just, you know, staring at Chandler, wearing his hat. <laughs> <laughs> is it Ross? Yes, yes, this is so funny. I do it. You probably okay. have it written down. So, you know, Chandler's making like a Chandler face. Like he can't believe this, you know, is transpiring before his very eyes. And Ross is trying to diffuse the situation yet again and just, you know, move on. And he's <laughs> he ends up telling the guy, he's like, I think you're very funny. Kudos yeah. on that hat joke. <laughs> yeah. It's the way he said it, too. <laughs> Kudos, Kudos on that hat joke. <laughs> you know, I used to have I used to have a boss at work. And she started doing these things where she would send emails that said kudos, kudos to so-and-so for doing a good job and kudos to so-and-so because they did X, Y, and Z. At it. But so whenever I would see the kudos, I would always think kudos on that hat joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness. So, and Ross is telling them, you know, just, just give it back. Cause Chandler has already been, let me get this. You're actually stealing my hat, you know? Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, yep. But before that, Ross was yet again, just trying to talk it out and, you know, give him his hat back. And the guy's like, why should I? And <laughs> Ross goes into this because it's a special hat. He bought it. He bought it to cheer himself up when he was feeling down. No, Chandler is looking at Ross. He's standing behind Ross. He's mortified. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I wrote. Getting embarrassed by the second. Yes. And then he just starts shouting to Ross. Stop talking. Stop talking now. (laughs) That was one of my favorite moments. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You have to watch Chandler's face. He just can't believe Ross is saying this. It's so embarrassing. You know, he was he was he bought it to cheer himself up one day. He was feeling down. (laughs) And Ross is doing. Why are you telling these guys this? hand motions you know he's like because it's a special hat like who says that's my special hat like a five-year-old does and yeah. he was feeling down he bought it so you know he cheer himself up himself <laughs> up to make himself happy <laughs> stop talking stop talking now stop talking stop talking oh, now oh it was too funny the guys keep the hat they keep oh, yeah. it the guys leave because they get into the hole. Wait, let me get this straight. You're actually stealing my hat. And the guy's all, yeah, you got a problem with that? And he steps up. Ross and Chandler back up immediately. And they're like, no, just making sure we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, just making sure we're on the same page. Yeah. But before we leave the coffee shop and go back to the apartment, what is on Chandler's hat? That's our trivia question. Do you I don't know what it is? Know. No, whatever you said. Like what's on Chandler's hat? I was like, I never paid attention to it. I always thought it was like this little green blobby thing. I'm like, is that a snake? Is that a like, what is it? It's the Grinch. Are you serious? From like Dr. Seuss, cat in a hat, the Grinch who stole Christmas, the Grinch. So it's his special Grinch hat. (laughs) Yes. So was he feeling grinchy one day and then saw that hat? Maybe said, I was like, huh. You know what? It's not the coolest hat, Chandler. Mm-mm. You know, especially for like I mean, I I was say, but it's very Chandler. It's not like you know, he would have a, a hat that had a sports team on it. Yeah, no, he doesn't watch sports. No. He doesn't have he doesn't even have ESPN on ESPN. in the background. Just in the background. <laughs> He doesn't even do that. So the guys show up at the girl's apartment. And you know what's so funny? When they walk in, they both go, hi. Ross's signature depressing, hi. Uh I thought that was funny. Tell us what goes on, Whitney. So, like, this is uh, who's at the apartment. I think everyone else is at the apartment, right? No, 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 not. I don't think Phoebe is. I think it's just Joey and Rachel and Monica. So anyways, um, he, I, they come in. Hi. 
And so they're like, well, what's wrong? What happened? Blah, 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 blah. They're all asking questions like, you know, what, what happened? And <laughs> Chandler's response to this, like, he, he was like, uh, what do you know? Maybe I'm confusing this another one. They start but off with did, mean guys at the coffee house. Took yeah, our, that's took it. my hat. Yeah. Mean guys at the coffee house. Took my hat. And so anyways, well, I was confusing something else. I thought he was saying bullies at that point, but no, that's when he actually ran into the bullies. But yeah. um, anyway, so he told them about it. Like, and then like, know, this Ross, isn't supposed to happen. We're grown you know, Ross is like they were they were like actual, actual. bullies. And he's like, this is not supposed to happen. We're grownups. And so uh, Rachel comes up to him and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And, and he's like, oh, Hugs you know, him. So she, they're hugging. And, he, <laughs> and Chandler goes, oh, and turns to the, like, to his side where nobody is. And he goes, oh, right. I have no one. <laughs> and he's just like, hmm. So, yeah. Uh, and then, like, is this when Joey kind of offers, like, you know, no, that's not, no, mm. never mind. No, that's later. Um, I mean, that's pretty much all that happens there. They tell yeah. everybody, like, you know, mean guys at the coffee house took our hat. So then the guys are back at Central Park. Ross and Chandler, they're sitting on the couch in the bullies show up so ross and chandler were there first mm-hmm. and one of the bullies says um something like oh look who's here and look where they're sitting because they're yeah. on the couch ross turns around and he's all you're kidding you just got here pretty much like dude you weren't sitting here like we don't have to move so it is back on Mm-hmm. these guys don't want them there. And I'm not going to be quoting this or saying it in any particular order, but, you know, like Ross said, you just got here. And they tell them they don't, they don't want them there. The, and he says, one of them says, these guys are, tr- oh, no, no, no. Yes. So they're in the seats. The guys are saying, you need to get up and get out of there. And I think I, I kind of messed up my notes here, but <laughs> <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is all the same place, the same scene. And they're not going to get up. One of the guys, I'm very surprised because this is supposed to be New York. Mm-hmm. One of the guys is wearing something that, correct me if I'm wrong, I always considered was very country. Well, because he's not yeah. wearing a tie. Was it called like a bolo what- tie? Is that what that's called? I think I think so. Is it? I don't know what it's called. It's very country to me. I so, always considered it very Texan. Actually, what, yeah, like yeah. not not New York, right? Right, not New York City. So I'm like, um, but so this thing is like dangling. Yeah, bolo tie. It's dangling, right? Yeah, that thing. Yeah, that thing, mm-hmm. bow tie. So I to make and sure I was. He's like kind of putting his hands on the arm of the couch and leaning over. So uh-huh. his, how do you say that again? With an L? Bolo tie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So his bolo tie is hanging, dangling. 
Yes. And Ross is all, you know what? I've had enough of this. And he gets up and he's saying well, no, like he, he flicks it because before he says he had enough, he flicks it. Not yet. He goes, he goes, um, I've had enough of this. So Ross gets up. The bullies kind of back off like, oh, what's he going to do? And Ross is all Gunther. These guys oh, are trying right. to take our seats. So Gunther steps in and he's like, fella, uh, guys, like these fellas were here first or fellas. These guys were here first. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, oh sorry, we, we didn't know. And Gunther's all like, there you go. You know, and he just. <laughs> walks off. Thank you, Gunther. (laughs) Yes. So Ross sits down all confidently on the couch and Mm -hmm. oh, this is when the bully with the bolo tie he's down over the couch and he's all or no, before that he tells his friend told on us and then the other was like, you told on us? (laughs) Ross is sitting there and he's like, well, pal, you didn't leave me much of a choice and flicks the guy's Bolo tie. Bolo tie. And then immediately, I think he sensed that that was the wrong move. Yeah. His channel goes, don't touch his thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch his thing. <laughs> you know, I always thought he said, don't touch it, but he says, don't play. Don't play with his thing. And oh, don't all, play with this thing. I know. <laughs> it's like, but it was too late. He had already done gone, pissed him off even more. Yes. So they send him them a warning. Yeah, they yeah. don't want to see them at all at the coffee house. Like, forget about just sitting on the couch. They don't want to see their faces at the coffee house, period. And when they were telling, delivering that message, the two guys like leaned the couch backwards. And that is hilarious watching the two of them try to like get into a position. Yes. Or like look too awkward as they're like lean back. Like Chandler brings both of his legs up and is like sitting like crisscross applesauce, like trying to cross his legs in front of him instead of just like leaving his legs dangling. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very funny. They were shocked, shocked. I tell you. But yep, that was it. And so <laughs> Chandler tells Ross, I think you played the Gunther card too soon. <laughs> yeah. Ross just is like sitting in there like <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. So the guys, next thing we know, they're back at uh Chandler's apartment, and it's just him and Ross, and they're uh-huh. trying to make this pathetic instant coffee in a cup. And they're like, what does the packet say? And like, says to always be stirring. And they're like, how are we going to do this? They dumped it in and it's like, they stirred it. And they're like, huh. They're all watching it. Why is it just sitting there? (laughs) Like, why isn't it mixing? And then they look, we'll see what the package says. Says, oh yeah, it should always be moving. Stir, stir. And they're trying to stir it. As they're drinking, and it's like, really, I mean, I don't know. It's just, to me, it just, it's a, a funny visual and audio, like He's hearing like, the spoons. Drink clink, and stir, the, drink and stir. Drink and stir, drink and stir. And it's like the spoons are click, clinking in the inside the mug. It's like, click, 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 as they're trying to drink it. Joey walks out and sees this poor, pathetic sight. Yes. He's like, 
buttoning his shirt and he's all what he's like okay tell you what when i get back from my niece's christening we'll all go down to the coffee shop and you know enjoy a real cup of coffee something like that yeah. and they're like yeah okay and yeah chandler's like yeah yeah okay and ross says no <laughs> he's like he is over it he's like i am not gonna have these bullies like dictate whether i can go down and, and have a good cup of coffee mm-hmm. so he's like i'm i'm tired of this i i want to be able to sit down and drink a cup of coffee that doesn't start with or i want to have a cappuccino that doesn't start with the k yeah so they're probably yeah. drinking some cheap imitation instant stuff mm-hmm. and he's like i don't want to have to have joey with me every time i want a cup of coffee yeah so yeah he's all in the He's going to take a stand. And Joey's all, have you ever been beaten up before? And he's like, yeah. He's like, by someone other than Monica. He's like, no. But then he decides he's okay with getting beat up if that's what it comes down to, if, you know, he can't fight back or something. He's like, you know, maybe it's something every man has to go through, like a rite of passage. Mm -hmm. So Chandler (laughs) asks, couldn't we just lose our virginities again because I think mine is growing back. <laughs> yeah. I like that line too. Because <laughs> Ross is like, you know, maybe that's just some, like something that every man has to go through. You know, you like get in your first fight. It's like a rite of passage. It's like one of those things. And Taylor like <laughs> is smart ass. Well, losing your virginity is a rite of passage too. Can we just lose that again? <laughs> Oh man! So funny. We see them at the coffee house. Ross and Chandler, they went without Joey. So they're like, they're super afraid that the bullies are going to walk into the coffee shop. They're like super antsy. Like, where is this waitress with our coffee? What's taking so long? That's what they're doing. Like, how long does it take to get a cup of coffee? Yeah. And it's like, where is it? You know, they're looking around <laughs> and it finally like here comes the waitress with their cup. They put it down. And it is I love this. I actually watched this a couple of times because it was the like one of the funniest things ever. Chandler's face to the waitress as like because he was kind of getting a little loud about where their coffee was. And so when the look on her face as she's coming over, she kind of looks a little, mm, little <laughs> myth. So anyways, she comes over, drops, drops off their coffee. And he's like, he says, thank you. But it's like this over, like the look <laughs> that he gives her, it made me laugh so hard. I watched it a couple of times. I love it. I, <laughs> you can't see my face and I can't do it right anyway. So you just need to watch it. It's hilarious. It's one of my favorite moments. But anyways, so they start like adding all their stuff to the coffee. It's like whatever it is that they put in, like their cream or their sugar or whatever it is. And then they stir and then they just drink real fast. And then they put it down and they're like, and Ross is like, okay, I think we've taken a stand. Yeah, I think then, we've proved our point. Or, I think I've, we've proved our point. So they stand up and then like the looks on their faces start changing 
and Ross goes, or no, it's Chandler. Chandler says, um, you burn your tongue or was it the yes, yeah. burn your tongue or burn your mouth or something. And he's like, I cannot feel my mouth. <laughs> yes. And they then they both the start like, and then, yeah. And then like, they start turning around and Chandler is actually like pinching his yeah. tongue and his finger. <laughs> it's like, Oh, so they get outside of central park. They get out the door turn the corner to start going down the sidewalk and they run smack dab into the bullies. And that's what I was talking about earlier when Chandler was the one that used the term bullies, but he was like, um, bullies, big bullies. <laughs> As he runs right into, he's like, bullies, big bullies. <laughs> yes. I like that part too. And then one of the bullies answers with, look, it's the weenies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and obviously he's still wearing the hat yep he wears it everywhere so now you got the you know bully still has the hat on so um they decide they're gonna they're gonna fight they're just like you know what here we go because yeah they ran into yeah. him ross told him we're taking a stand this is it oh chandler chandler is like we're taking a stand apparently oh that's what it was yes yeah you're right we're taking um, a stand apparently so the bullies, so the bullies like, like yeah whitney and i well, are then, making fighting faces and fists uh, you can't see well then that's one of them doing. starts doing something and they're like whoa you got a weapon he's like no Take i'm it. taking my watch off it's expensive yeah he didn't want to break it's it a nice watch yep like, i don't want to break it on your ribs <laughs> exactly what it is yeah so, so then they, <laughs> Chandler says, if I don't care about my watch, can I still use it? And Ross kind of looked at me like, what? He's like, well, it's got some sharp ed- edges. I think I might be able to mm, do some damage. <laughs> and they're like, no, you can't use your watch. And he's like, okay. And he puts his hands in his pocket. He's like, no, you can't use your keys either. Okay. Yes, we crack up. Okay, Hector and I quote that too. When he's like, "No, you can't use your watch," and he's like, oh, "Okay," mm-hmm. he's like, "Or your keys," and he's all, "Okay," because okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was reaching for it and then was gonna put it away. He's like, "Okay." So I think this is that word is too. okay. If you can't okay. understand us, but then the guy with the hat. So I, I always kind of found this interesting and said, like, you know, let's put the, uh, we can just put everything in my hat. He says, well, use the hat, like put everything in the hat. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they do. Like watches, keys, keys. like anything that could be Valuable, used as a sharp. weapon, whatever, or they don't want broken, mm-hmm. but put it in the hat. Mm-hmm. And then they start going out to the middle of the street. I think people are actually starting to watch at this point. <laughs> yep. So you have them. Uh, then they start asking like the rules of this fight. Like Ross, um, like, are we hitting faces? And the guy is like, yeah, why would we hit faces? Like, well, because, you know, uh, I have a, like, I have to go to work on Monday and I have, I have a, a big presentation. presentation. Yeah. So he's like, 
the guy, the other guy was like, actually, that's a good idea. I have to show a house tomorrow. I have to show an apartment in the morning. So I had to, I had to show an apartment in the morning. So that's probably. He agrees to the no faces. And then it said, okay, so anything below the neck. And then he goes, this is the one. That Nothing from the neck up. And then he said, so anything. From here down. From, yeah, it's basically neck down. And then he goes, oh, uh, and waist. And nothing like, below the waist. And nothing below the waist. And then he looks at his friend. He goes, what's his, what's the wife's name? Did you I think catch it's that? Dana. Yeah. Dana's ovulating. He's like, oh, you're trying again? Yeah. The bullies so are now like friendly yeah. and to each other. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're obviously they're friends. They're friends. Yeah. They know each other. Like, but they're like Dana's happy ovulating. for each other. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, you're trying again. So obviously he's like, oh, happy for his buddy. They're trying to have a, like having a kid, uh-huh. whatever. And so like, yeah. So you can't, nothing below the waist because you don't want to damage the goods. Yep. So it's like, okay, so just the torso area and, you know, so then it really starts because that's when, like, Ross. I know, it's like one of the bullies like reaches out towards Ross or something and he jumps back and he's like, hey, what? you know, he's like making these big frantic motions and he's, he's like, and then he's like, what, I'm standing here. He's like, come on, come on. He's acting crazy. And he's I think acting. that's what. Yes. Yes. It like kind of stunts them. They're kind of like, right. whoa, wait, what's whoa, going on okay. here? This, this guy is actually like a, a fool. lunatic. Yes. Yeah. Like he's crazy. He's a lunatic. Well, then Chandler notices that there's actual other bullies. Oh, they're thieves. Yes. Thieves are taking the hat with their keys and their watches watches and and maybe wallets i don't know yeah so anyways and they all four of them the bullies and then ross and chandler they take off after the thieves yep chase them down so now they've joined forces to get their stuff back well it's like they say join like uh join forces against a common enemy (laughs) yes the enemy of my enemy Oh, no, wait, no, that's it. I'm mixing it up. Never mind. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I was trying to figure that one out. I'm like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> so we don't see what happens after they, the four of them chase down the thieves, but we see them when they come back. They all come back to Central Park. They're all like sitting Chandler's, around. Yeah, Chandler's the first one that comes in and he's like, ah, oh, he's like holding his face. Yeah, he's got a so big old he, knot or something in, on his on forehead. His forehead. It's like, it's already bruised. So I don't know if that tells you anything. Yeah. So obviously he got injured, but we learned that they chased down the thieves. They kicked some butt because now they're complimenting each other. Like, man, you were great. And that type of stuff. And yeah, one of the bullies actually was talking to Ross and was like, well, what about you? You you really gave it to him. And then he does kind of some kind of little fighting motions. Like, like you really kind of, hey, Mr. Clean there. <laughs> like, Ross was Ross got in on the action. He actually sure threw a did. punch or something. Yep. He got his fight. And then, yeah. And then you have Chandler's like, well, I wouldn't know. I missed it all. <laughs> and... The bully was like, oh, don't beat yourself up. Any one of us could have tripped on that little girl's jump rope. Yep. That's how he got his injury. Not fighting. He missed the fight. <laughs> he, was like, 
he starts going. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it could it could have happened to anybody. Oh, bless his heart. Uh, so and then we learn, you know, that's what happened to Chandler. That's how he missed the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so Ross is all, hey guys, you know, so are we cool? Like, are we cool? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're cool, you know. And so Chandler asks for his hat back. He's like, so can I have my hat back? And the bully who is still wearing it, he's all thinking about it and says, he actually kind of smiles and he's like, no, no, he's going to keep it. And so Chandler's all, okay. So then he thinks he's all slick. And then he gets up, grabs the hat off of the bully's head It takes off running around the couch like he's going to run out of the coffee house. But he trips, slips and falls on the floor Mm -hmm. after he had taken the hat off of the bully's head. Yeah, which I I question two things. One, why didn't he just run through like the back of the couch and grab it on his way to the door? probably would have been a much smoother exit (laughs) and getting away with that and two not so much a question but an observation um you get an idea how Chandler tripped on the little girl's jump rope (laughs) you're like and that's how he did it you know (laughs) in the future there's an episode where they toss a ball around for a long time oh he's the dropper Chandler yeah. is the dropper. Oh. So here we are. He's tripping all why over did I everything. The, how did I get the reputation as the dropper? <laughs> <laughs> I think this kind it's of plays to that. Happening since season, prize of season one, actually. Yep. But. So that's what happened. The bullies kept the hat. <laughs> Chandler tried to take it and uh, slipped and looked foolish. I'd like to think that he at least was able to crawl out of Central Perk with the hat in hand. <laughs> That's how I imagine it. Oh, but it's man, funny, funny just because you have like the bully and one of the bullies and Ross like sitting on the couch and Ross's face during that whole time. He's just kind of like looking just like. Was he perplexed the whole time? Yes, very much. Very much so. It's like, yeah, whenever I imitate a face, you can't see that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you have to describe it. (laughs) That's it. Anything else for this storyline? Nope. It's so funny. If you haven't seen this episode in a while, go back, watch it. It's hilarious. It's a good one. Mm Yep. Yep. So, so now leaves us, leaves us with uh, Joey, Rachel, and Phoebe. Like, what are they up to this this episode? They are going to go hunting, dad hunting with Phoebe. Yeah. At the beginning of the episode, it was during, I think, the cold open, I believe. Um, Phoebe, oh, that's what it was. It was when Ross tells... Monica, that dad had like dad has somebody you can interview with for a job. 
Well, Phoebe says, oh, that's it. You know, she makes this kind of declaration and they're like, what's going on? And, you know, she tells him, that's my third like sign today that I, I need to go see my dad. And she kind of tells them like some of the other signs that, you know, she is, she had seen that day. And one of them was like on her way there, she passed a buffet, which she says is my dad's last name, which, you know, you say buffet, but anyways, and then the buffet was serving Frank's, (laughs) but she says is my dad's first name minus the S and uh what was the other I'm trying to think I know she's coming up with all these stretches and yeah oh something about a farm and a pharmacist oh yeah I can't remember where that one came in but I mean that's somebody mentioned towards the end of yeah I don't even know now and she was like, all right, like, that's it. Like, I have to see him. They're like, what? Why? And he, she was all because my dad was a farm. Oh, I think it's like maybe. He's, oh, because last time there's another joke in there, though. Yeah, there was. It was like chicken. It was like. Chicken. Was a, uh, oh, it's, like it's when she walked by that thing. Chicken. Yeah, the it, it was rotisserie chicken. And the last time I chickened out. <laughs> yep. The spinning chicken. Yeah. She had all sorts. I mean, but I guess you could see signs anywhere if you're looking for them. Right. She said that she had tons of signs that she needed to go see her dad. And this is like the first time ever. So she decides she's going to do it. She's going to take off. She's going to see her dad and takes Joey and Rachel with her. However, when she shows up, there's a beast and the beast latches onto Phoebe's leg. She cannot <laughs> get to the front door. And she's all, get off me, you yippity piece of crap. <laughs> oh, gosh, that <laughs> line is so funny. I can't say this episode. Like, I've already said that's one of my favorite parts. And we haven't even gotten into the storyline. <laughs> This is one of my favorites too. Like when she like it latches onto her pant leg and she's like, oh, and she's trying to like talk it off of her leg. And, and she's like, you know, I, I love animals. I don't hurt animals. And she's like, do this. It's like, you know, I can't remember, but it was how she said it. She started it with something, and then she's like, well. Uh, oh, get the hell off my leg, you geppity piece of crap. <laughs> so, oh. get the hell off my leg, you yappity piece of crap. And then she gets to the to the cab, her grandmother's cab. And, and <laughs> this whole thing was really funny, too. Like, um, they're like, well, you know, why don't you just wait until it, you know, goes away? Oh, the okay, no, I'll answer it here. She says, this is a really bad sign, you know, like the beast at the threshold. Well, what the beast was, the yappity piece of crap was a little like terrier dog. Jack Russell terrier. Yes, it was a little Jack Russell terrier dog. 
just latched onto her leg and would not let go. <laughs> the yappity piece of crap. That's one of my favorite lines. Oh, it's so funny. And hello, what is she wearing? Yeah, it's like little bell-bottom <laughs> jeans. Bell-bottoms that weren't even in style then. And they were like a matching suit with the blazer oh. long sleeve. It's little, all little like purple, like bright purple. I'm just like, oh, I was like, well, she does consider herself a hippie. Oh, hippie. Um, well, what was it? Did, what is this the point where like the dog is actually like jumping outside the window mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, we can't get out here right now. And so, and you know, it's like, eh. well, Joey says, well, sure you can. Why don't you just, you know, reach out there and take away its trampoline. <laughs> Because he keeps jumping all the way up high to the window. And he's just like, Rawr! once he gets to the window, he, <laughs> he goes back down, jumps back up, Rawr! and jumps back down, right back up. His little cute ears are flopping and his little paws are just like, you know, take away his trampoline. Yeah, that's what Joey says. He's like, why don't you just <laughs> take away his trampoline? Because he's just bouncing up and down like, oh trying to get to the window. Okay, so a little side note too. When Phoebe was going up the sidewalk to go meet daddy, uh, Joey has brought along a sandwich. He unwraps the sandwich and Rachel goes, oh God, what is in that? <laughs> he says like, it's, olive loaf right he says Is all it, kinds of things i was like olive loaf and ha- with a something else in a ham spread but no mayo and she goes oh no because mayo would make it gross <laughs> <laughs> so oh. that's the sandwich is important <laughs> because uh the dog is like jumping and jumping up and so rachel's like oh i got an idea she takes Joey's sandwich and throws it outside the window to distract the dog. The dog goes in circles around it and kind of turns its nose up and yeah. walks away. And Rachel goes, the dog will lick itself, but not go near your sandwich. Yes. What does that tell you? <laughs> it is uh... hilarious. It is. It's it's all so funny. That's hilarious. So that's what happened. And she feels bad because she calls the vet and they tell her. Oh, not yet. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. So they're getting there. She tells the she she tells Joey and uh, Rachel like the, the dog hasn't been seen in a while joey and rachel are telling her now's the time uh you know i I think uh, you can go up and see your dad and she's like you know she questions herself again because it's like this is like the only real family she has she doesn't really talk to her sister much since they left the womb you know her grandmother doesn't have that many good years left in her you know this is it she's she's going to go and meet her dad and then you know it's like what if that's the kind of a, I don't know, bust or whatever. So anyways, Mm. basically she says that she's not ready to do this and she apologizes to them again. They're very understanding and very, you know, supportive. So she 
and turns the cab on, starts driving forward, and then you hear a like a, a bump and an arf, arf. And Rachel's hands immediately go up to her face. Uh, and Phoebe takes a beat. She's like, oh God. And she puts her hands up and and then she lowers, she goes, um, what was that? Like, <laughs> yeah. like she's trying to play it off. Like that she doesn't <laughs> know what she just hit. And Joey's in the back seat going, um, um, I think the threshold is clear now. <laughs> yeah, yippity piece of crap. So Phoebe has run over the dog. She Phoebe takes the, the dog. dog. You know, it's like the next day or two days later, whenever later, they don't stick around. They were there all day. Like we know they started off in sunlight when it ended and they ran over the beast at the threshold. It was dark it's outside. Dark. It was night. Yes. So she took the dog. She took it to the vet. Um, they had a cone around the dog's head and he had like prescriptions he also had the instructions of don't feed him before midnight. And that was that. So Phoebe's got the dog. And she shows up at the apartment and they're like, oh, what did the vet say? Because he's wearing a cone. The little- no, I don't think that she has. The- she didn't have the dog. She just uh, she came back. Not yet. We see oh, yes, when yes. she returns the dog. But anyways, she doesn't so, yeah, have they, the dog. But yeah, she's, she's at Monica she's and at Rachel's the, apartment. Yeah, she fills them in. Like it's got stitches. It's you know, got this and that. Whatever. Blah blah. It says and the vet said only once in a blue moon does an ear or does a dog's ear grow back. She's like so. <laughs> cross your yeah. fingers. Let's hope like it grows back. <laughs> So like Rachel's like, you know, don't you want to call your dad and let them know or like let him know that the dog is okay? And and she's like, no, because I don't want to meet my dad over the phone. So who does it? Joey. Joey. Joey Joey calls. calls. And like somebody answers and he goes, a woman answered. And they're like, just talk. And then so he starts going, yes. Hello, Mrs. Buffet. And he's got like this, like really low, gravelly voice going on. Grow gravy. He's like, "Yes, Miss Buffet, I have your dog. I know where your dog is. Yeah, I know where your dog is. Your uh, your dog is fine. I'll return to you." Like, and he says, "Like, like in two to two to four days or something. I don't know. Twenty four hours. In twenty four hours. Thank you. I was like, what was that? We return to you in twenty four hours. Twenty four hours." So anyways, so he hangs up and they're like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, he ends it with. I know where your dog is. He'll be returned to you in the next 24 hours. Almost as good as new. Almost as good as new. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And so he hangs up. It's like not even really sign off or anything. Or maybe he says bye-bye or something. I don't know. But anyways. (laughs) He like hangs up the phone and they're like, what, what was the voice? Why the voice? He goes, why the voice? And he goes, hard to say. It was so funny though, because they made it sound like a kidnapping. Yes. 
Oh gosh, it was so funny. And Joey's well, see, voice that's what we always think up. about like with that show is like how they always do that. Like, you know, Monica and, and Rachel breaking up, like they're in a real relationship or something. That's just, you know, they, again, it's like he's kidnapped the dog when all they really, they accidentally hit the dog and took it to the vet. Yes. Oh, but, it's so funny. I love hearing Joey, Joey say that. And he's like, yeah. But what cracks me up is he's all, I know where your dog is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was like, you know, you weren't expecting that. You're expecting them to be like, okay, so, hey, I accidentally hit your dog. You know, no, ooh, know it's not the is. vet. We'll bring it back to you when he's, you know, fixed. Because he didn't no. say where the dog was. No. <laughs> no, he did. He made, yeah, he did. It, it was like a very, he just like knows where ransom. he is. It was a ransom, like yes, dog, a ransom, a ransom. So, anyways, oh. so Phoebe gets the dog back from the vet. So it's got the cone. It's got like one of its legs wrapped up. It's now got we its see tail it. wrapped up. You know, it's like yeah, the the dog's in some shape here. So <laughs> yeah, she is like, okay, pull herself together. Shows up the at door, the doorstep, ring the ring the doorbell, whatever it is, and then this woman answered, and so she's telling her, like, yeah, you know, I get like, actually, you know, uh, somebody hit your dog, like, uh, the person who did this, I know, loves animals. She's a vegetarian, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, it was like, she's handing the dog back over, and then she asks, you know, is is Frank there? Well, how do you says, know Frank? Well, how do you know Frank? Yeah, how do you know Frank? Uh, just from a long time ago, you know, whatever. So she's like, okay. And she calls, hey, Frank, somebody at the door for you. You hear this guy, like, you hear this voice, like, what? Like, somebody at <laughs> the door for you. So he comes to the door, and it's clearly not her dad. Yeah, it's she, a really young guy. Yeah, young guy. So she's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I mean Frank Sr. So, but the look, she's kind of like, whoa, you know, a mm -hmm. little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I mean, Frank Sr. And, and she's like, well, he went out for groceries. Do you expect him back soon? Well, he he left four years ago, so we expect him any time now. Yes. The way and the mom says like, it is funny. Yeah. She's like smoking a cigarette, whatever. And so anyways, like Phoebe's like, oh, okay. Uh, well, thanks. You know, sorry about your dog. And she turns to leave and the young young guy comes out he's like hey wait 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 so he's like how do you know my dad and she's like well i don't just genetically and <laughs> so that's like the first time you know she's like yeah I'm, I'm your sister you know and so she meets her her younger half brother um this is the first time we we get a look at frank jr played by the very funny talented giovanni ribisi so anyways, I, I do too. He said, like, gosh, great character, great mm -hmm. actor. But anyways, so they get to talking and um, he's like, oh, it's so cool. It's like, you can buy me beer. And she's like, no, I won't. You know, and he, I'm not she's gonna. like, oh, no, I'm not going to. And she's like, oh, but you know, it's cool. It's like, you know, say, you know, I, I uh, you have a friend named Mark and I can say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, he's friends with my brother. 
you know, oh, you know, Mark, oh yeah, he's friends with my brother. And he's like, well, I have a friend, Pete. Oh, that works too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I have a friend, Pete. Yeah, that works too. So anyways, they, they start chatting. She asks about, you know, her dad, like what was, what was their dad like? And he, he, like, he says, basically, he doesn't even really know dad. Like he didn't really talk much. And he was only, he was the happiest when he was on stilts. And she was like, stilts. And he was like, yeah, I remember this one time I was up in the mom's bedroom, stealing cigarettes from her purse. (laughs) (laughs) And I see dad's head bobbing by the window. (laughs) He was always his happiest when he was on stilts. stilts. (laughs) And so anyways, you know, they think it's pretty cool that they have a sibling. So she's getting ready to go. They kind of ended on that. It's like, oh, and he's like, is it okay if I call you? She's like, yeah, you can. I'm in the book. And so he's like, okay. And he goes back to the cab and she turns back to him. Is like, so stilts, huh? And he is like, yeah. Do you want to see where he hit his head on the rain gutter? And she is like, yeah i do (laughs) so he takes her back around but yeah that's that's it for their storyline too yep that's it he has a brother yep so we'll get to see more of him in the future excited for that me too well i know we talked a lot about with with frank jr yes uh we talked about what we still quote so i said Hector and I will be like, okay, like Chandler and don't play with this thing. Yeah. But we've been <laughs> misquoting it a lot and say, don't touch his thing. Uh, but it's, yeah. yeah, don't play with his thing. You'll and correct Hector next time he uses that one. <laughs> um, arriving at the apartment when both of the guys go, hi. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't quote, we don't quote it, but it's funny. Um, <laughs> But what we do quote is stop talking, stop talking now. Because <laughs> that, I think we just used that the other day. It's so funny. Nice. Okay. I don't really, I mean, I think if I do, it's very unconscious. I don't consciously say, uh, I would, because I, now that I'm thinking, I could definitely see myself do the stop talking, stop talking, stop, stop talking now if I could actually get it out right now. Um, <laughs> But one thing I think I need to start saying is get off me, yappity piece of crap. (laughs) You can say that at work a lot, Whitney. I know. I was going to say, even with like my kids crawling, like my (laughs) children crawling on me, get off me, you yappity piece of crap. (laughs) Oh, that wouldn't be very nice. Oh, it was too funny funny. though. (laughs) You got to say it one time at least. Right. Oh, I'm totally going to do it tomorrow. Oh, man. So is there anything else that you might quote from here? Not that I can think of right now. Um, oh, one of our trivia questions. When Phoebe showed up with the dog, what was the dog's huh? name? The, the, the mom, the ex-wife says it. Oh, Oh, shoot. I can't remember it. I would just think that's his name. She goes, Schnoodle. Schnoodle. That's right. Schnoodle. I I remember. Oh, my God. I cannot remember it now, but I remember 
thinking whenever I was watching it earlier, I was like, Snoodle, that's cute. <laughs> so do we have trivia questions for next week? We sure do, ma'am, including a bonus. This is going to be, I believe this is called the one with the two parties. It's when Rachel yes. has her birthday, but they have two birthday parties going on at the same time. So question right. number one, what's the name of the diner where Monica works? Apparently it's a famous diner in real life. Yep, it is. And then question number two, how does Dr. Green drink his scotch? I know, I know. Question number three, how does Phoebe get Gunther out of Monica's party? She sinks him over to Joey and Chandler's apartment. I know, I know. <laughs> Those, oh, and the bonus question. I bonus question. How much money does Mrs. Green spend on bonsai trees? Wow. Okay, that I will have to pay attention to. I don't know. It's a good one. Well, this good is, episode. This is a great episode. It's, it'll be fun to talk about for sure. Yep. Definitely. So we will be back in two weeks after today to talk about all these things. And we want to say thank you for joining us here on Pivot, a friend's podcast. Please like, subscribe, share. It is what enables us to come back every week. Anything else, Whitney? Uh, no, just good night. Woo, good night. Well, you know, Monday's coming up and I have a big presentation. Nighty night. Nighty night.